sick man prayer. And it picks up with, we avoid retaliation or argument. We wouldn't treat sick people that way. If we do, we destroy our chance of being helpful. We cannot be helpful to all people, but at least God will show us how to take a kindly and tolerant view of each and every one. Referring to our list again, putting out of our minds the wrongs others had done, we resolutely looked for our own mistakes, where we had been selfish, dishonest, self-seeking, and frightened. Where had we been? Though a situation had not been entirely our fault, we tried to disregard the other person involved entirely. Where were we to blame? The inventory was ours, not the other man's. When we saw our faults, we listed them. We placed them before us in black and white. We admitted our wrongs honestly and were willing to set these matters straight. Notice the word fear is bracketed alongside the difficulties with Mr. Brown, Mrs. Jones, the employer, and the wife. This short word somehow touches about every aspect of our lives. It was an evil and corroding thread. The fabric of our existence was shot through with it. It set in motion trains of circumstances which brought us misfortune we felt we didn't deserve. But did we not ourselves self set the ball rolling? Sometimes we think fear ought to be classified with stealing. It seems to cause more trouble. Um, we reviewed our fears thoroughly. We put them on paper, even though we had no resentment in connection with them. We asked ourselves why we had them. Wasn't it because self-reliance had failed us? Self-reliance was good as far as it went, but it didn't go far enough. Some of us once had great self-confidence, but it didn't fully solve the fear problem or any other. When it made, it co made us cocky, it was worse. Perhaps there is a better way, we think so. For we are now on a different basis, the basis of trusting and relying upon God. We trust infinite God rather than our finite selves. We are in the world to play the role he assigns just to the extent that we do as we think, just to the extent that we do as we think he would have us and humbly rely on him. Does he enable us to match calamity with serenity? Yeah, <clears throat> there's a lot in there to unpack, but the first part on 67, these are like trying to practice the principles in all your affairs. And if you're incapable at the time to be able to do that, then you limit your affairs. So it says we avoid retaliation or argument. So that would be limiting our affairs. Yes because we can practice the principle of love and tolerance, let's say, yet, yet, because we're not, in other words, the condition hasn't matured enough or ripened that we're uh, still uh, seemingly getting pulled by the gravitational power of the selfing, not being drawn into the infinite. So, yeah, these are, this is the, this is like a, each, each uh, condition we're in, there's appropriate responses to it. The responses that were appropriate at one point may not be later because conditions will change. Your conditions will change, not the conditions outside. And therefore, a lot of the stuff that they 
when uh, when you come in, you're looking like it's in order for you to do, and then in a sense, it brings up the fear that you're incapable of doing it. You see as an effect. Yeah, you don't see it as something I did. You see is is something that's being expressed through me. It's a completely different way of recognizing what's happening. Yeah. So, of course, we have to work with the system most people come in, which is the dominated by self, obviously. So, in that condition, you know, you need to have asbestos and water pails because there's going to be a lot of fires. But the thing is, we can outgrow those conditions that make a lot of fires suitable and now make it not suitable for fires and suitable for other conditions. This is the what we're in, where the action figure is being changed, maybe not radically in a second, but over time, to the point, to the point we arrive at a new attitude and a new outlook and a new freedom and a new happiness. And the word, the emphasis is on new. It's not a rehashed or reverberated or rehabilitated attitude and outlook or a you know, disciplined, you know, beat into submission outlook or attitude. It's a freaking new free, a new attitude and outlook. Yeah. Based on what? Based on the principle of trusting the infinite. Yeah. And reliance on that. Yeah. That's the attitude and outlook. So my attitude is I feel something's doing through me what I can't do for myself. I don't have an attitude that I'm a big mover and shaker. That's not the outlook I have or attitude. The outlook I have is basically I'm fucked and I wasn't managerial quality and that hasn't changed in a sense. And that's the freedom, really. Because if that is a fact in your life and you're not accepting it as a fact, there's going to be disturbances in your life, obviously. And in a way, those disturbances are a beautiful invitation to take a look at what's going on because obviously it's not working. Yeah? So then, all right, then you admit, hey, I'm powerless, and what happens? You start having you start having a feeling of power coming through you. Not you having power, but a power ha- coming through you. And in that recognition, there's a humility that's attached to that. Yeah, and there's an appropriate response attached to that, which is honor and gratitude. That's what happens. Yeah? It's not like rocket science. We're in an untenable condition that we need to outgrow. We can't outgrow it because that would be the condition trying to outgrow the condition, which is just more of the fucking condition. So we rely on some other thing. We give it a name, higher power, to do for us what we can't do for ourselves because self can't get out of self. Yet it seems essential that we need to get out of self. So how do we do it? This is the AA way, reliance on a power greater than us, yeah? Trusting something infinite rather than finite self. It's not a complete rehabilitation and a reinstatement and the remaining of the self in the primary position. It's not that. It's sort of a quiet overthrow or a quiet coup. And then the lower power is ushered out and the higher power sits on the throne, yeah? And... You know, the kingdom goes well. <laughs> we don't have a mad tyrant. <laughs> we have a new employer who uh, has great benefits for us. 
if we just perform its works well and stay close to it, and you can't be far from everywhere, so you've already completed one requirement, and who does it say what works aren't uh, his or that powers? So you're performing them as well as you can. That's good enough. Yeah? This does not have perfection uh, demonstrated by an imperfect thing. It's as well, it's, it's you do the best you freaking can and let go of the results. Yeah, you can't take that as an order. That's a consequence of being in this program. You have the ability to let go of results because you've realized the fallacy of expectation. Yeah, it doesn't mean you change it. You come to a realization. Hey, I'm laying, I'm, I'm trying to rest on a failed system that is agitated and begets agitation. How is there gonna, how can I enjoy peace of mind resting on that agitated state? I can't, yeah? That's the admittance. It's not, this isn't like the Nike thing, just do it, no. It's realizing I can't do it, yeah? This is when people would tell me, why don't you fucking stop? I would if I could, I can't stop, We, you know what I mean? Why don't you just get over it? Hey, I wish I, I was, accessing that ability but i don't seem to be able to get over it there's an admittance of powerlessness that's the beginning point yeah i feel so this whole thing you know the first part obviously hey we re we avoid retaliation or argument it's not saying we stop retaliating and arguing we avoid the situations that bring that shit up because we can't do it yeah, we're admitting our powerlessness. I can't avoid, I can't, I cannot not retaliate. So now we avoid the situations for a while until the conditions that we're sincerely taken, reliance on something greater gets established. And then we can, we are like a free range alcoholic. We, we can go where we go and do what we do. Yeah. But this, it doesn't say we stop retaliating and we stop arguing. It doesn't say that at all. It says you're probably, you're pretty much assured if you're in the wrong condition to argue and retaliate. So what do we do? We try to avoid that shit. Yes? That's, that's like, that's like uh, recovery 101. Yeah? You're broken and you got to start learning how to, not keep breaking, yes? It's sort of like how my strategy was, I was so afraid of the old shit, I just kept making new shit so that I wouldn't be able to get ever get back to the old shit. I had to, I'd have to deal with surviving today, yeah? And this, the past just loomed over me completely until the ninth step, yes? This is the whole, the whole program is based on the problem. Why not recognize the exact nature of it? Yeah? Then you'll see the importance in a new light of the program. The program is totally tailored to a certain problem. What is that problem? Well, one of its activities is obsession with self, but how does self become so dominant that it's obsessed over all the time? There must be an act that we're not aware of. And what we're hoping to become aware of at these meetings is the act of being identified as self. Yeah? 
we're listening to a system that is in the act of being identified as self. When you're remembered, you're remembered as a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, a body. When you're worrying about you in the future, you're pictured as a body. Yeah? When you, when you feel like you're the thinker, that thinker is pictured as a body. When you feel you're the feeler, it's pictured as a body. When you feel you're the doer, it's pictured as a body. How the hell is a body going to become spiritual? Tell me. You can hold the uh, yogic asana or a posture for 40 fucking eight hours. It's not going to change the body into a spiritual, flowing, uh, non-locatable, <laughs> pointless point. There you are. The body is going to be a body <laughs> until you pass away. Yeah? Now, you may think you're spiritual, but you're, that's thinking you're spiritual is framed as a body. Yeah? It's seeing what you're not is the... Is the that the spiritual condition is what we are of. By seeing what we're not of, which is this mental freaking idea that's obsessing over itself all day, when we lose interest in the mental condition, the spiritual condition that we are becomes more obvious. Yeah, It becomes a player in our everyday life, not just on a weekend retreat or when I'm reading a spiritual book, but no, every all, all the time, because perhaps now there's a better way. You're trusting the infinite. And what are you trusting? You're trusting that you are of spirit instead of of brain, body, mental. That's what you are. And the program allows that transformation to occur. You can't do it, or you would have. You can't. Self can't get out of self. And self can't get into anything other than self anyway. So the program takes something of us and shifts it to a more reliable condition. And then over the years, we express those results. Yeah? It's sort of like taking a rose bush that's not blooming, and, be, and there's reasons why it's not blooming. It's not the rose bush's fault. See, if the rose bush had self-centeredness, it would be having a huge amount of shame and guilt for not blooming, and especially if it saw other rose bushes blooming, it would hate those other rose bushes, yeah? Yeah? But no, it has nothing to do with the rose bush. It has to do with the size of the pot and the quality of the soil, and water, and sun. That's what will, produce, will allow that rose bush to access his potentiality of blooming. Yeah? Our life right now is mentally dominated, and that's where the problem resides. And the mental can't be used to get out of the mental. Like it says, there's no mental defense against the first drink because the mental condition is what leads you to the fucking first drink. <laughs> That's what it does. It's been captured by the parasite of alcoholism and it's used to lead you to a point of fuck it 
and then it gives you suggestions of what to do. And it doesn't have an infinite amount of suggestions. It has the same old, same old, oh, let's fucking get loaded or do this or do that or act out or whatever. It's not like an infinite cornucopia of innovative ideas. It's the same old, same old. Yeah? Once you recognize the parasite, you'll see it. Because it doesn't have, you know, an infinite amount of arms and tentacles that appear in different ways. It's the same old fucking same old. It wants to lead you to a fuck it, and then it'll give you a suggestion of what to do. And if you do it, the genie's out of the bottle, yeah? And now, <laughs> you know, if you have a little strain of jealousy in your life, you're probably going to be up on stalking charges in a few months. You know, this is what it's going to do. It's going to amplify a certain, certain qualities that are pregnantly there. It's going to amplify them, and it's going to mute others. You're not going to have empathy for fucking other people. You're not going to have compassion. You're going to look at everyone of how what I can get out of it. Yeah? You will. It's not personal. It's not you doing it. Yeah? It's something doing it, but it ain't you. And if you keep calling it you, you're in the act of being identified as self. There you go. That's the root of the problem. You don't have to believe it. That's what I'm putting out there. And I've been putting it out there for 20 fucking something years. And uh, I haven't, you know, that thing that's constantly revealing to us hasn't revealed that I'm off. It hasn't. I'm open to that. I'd much rather be in the business of improving self. There's a lot more money involved in it. Yeah. I could have you go on a retreat every month and have different colored belts. So you're a black belt or whatever. And then you'd feel better as a self. No, the, the freedom is from self, not as self or for self. That ain't freedom. Freedom claimed by self isn't freedom. <laughs> it isn't. So, yeah. So I don't know. I didn't. I don't know if I covered everything. Of course, I love the fear inventory because he says it. Hey, why are we in so much fear today? Isn't it because self-reliance has failed us? All right. So just imagine what would be the highest form of self-reliance: being identified as self. I would say so. Yeah. So we're in the act of being identified as self. You can't be more reliant on an idea than taking it to be you. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> and the seeming fear isn't fear, it's anxiety, isn't it? So the amount of anxiety that you're dealing with is an exact ratio with the, the identification as self. Exactly. Because self is the cause of the anxiety. The anxiety isn't causing self to be uncomfortable. Self is the cause of the anxiety, selfing. Why not get it straight? You know? why, why do you want to keep looking in the wrong direction? How are you going to... If you keep looking in the wrong direction, you're going to keep looking back to the lower God to give you permission to be more involved in the higher God. Yeah? Selfing will still be the dominant fucking thing. Why does it say, why? 
Why does it say on what, what, what page was it? You know, you have to quit playing God. Obviously, if there, there's a need to quit playing God, something's fucking playing God. Or well, why would they say that? Yeah? I don't believe it's you. I don't. Because the way that thing plays God in you with alcoholism is very similar to the way it plays God here in alcoholism. I, I don't think it's Anne and Paul. I think it's something that's taken over Anne and Paul. I'm very clear about that. And by recognizing it as foreign, the possibility of being free from it becomes available. It does. If you keep calling it you, you're trying to be free as it. Yeah. It, you know, it's just that simple. This isn't just, I didn't read this. I saw this. I didn't read it. I saw it. I saw the activity of this mental aberration. It claims it claims the living of life and says I'm the liver of the life. And that that me it's implying to be the one who has a life isn't me. It's an image that it reinforces all fucking day. Yeah? It made total sense to try to get out of it. But the fact is, it's an incredible system. It knows how hostile it is, so it convinces the host that it's the host. So when the host tries to get out of the parasite, it's trying to get out of the parasite as the parasite. Hence, they say, self can't get out of self. So there's, there's a need to see something about self. Yeah? If you don't see that, you're going to be caught in that net of fucking constant activity of self trying to get out of self. You are. Yeah. And it's probably going to lead to a deep exasperation. And if you don't get relief, you're going to get relief. And it may up by it may up may end up by drinking and using, but you're going to need relief sooner or later. Yeah, all the yoga postures may not do it. So this is the what the program does in my view, it changes first of all, it changes if you want to call it attitude and outlook, let's call it instead of irritable restless discontent, you're content and satisfied. That's the new starting point. See how many of the self's races you're gonna sign up for. You're not, yeah? Because it's promising you something by its absence. But if you are content and satisfied, you're not going to go on those wild goose hunts anymore. You're going to rest in the present condition. Why not? That which is calling you to arm up and go for something, you followed it many, many times. What was the result? Nada. Its magic trick is the act of being identified as it. If you saw it as what it is, you wouldn't let it land. You wouldn't if you had any power. And you do have power, but it has usurped that power. It has, and it's using the power that we represent to cloud us, 
to hide us, to obscure us, to make us play rather very, very, very small. Yeah. While it can be as big as it wants to be in our little pond. So look at the inventory process. The word self is used twice in the reading. They only say three things. Selfish, self-seeking, frightened, and what? Dishonest. Two out of three. And it doesn't say self-seeking, period, frightened. It says self-seeking and frightened because when self is seeking, it's frightened. That it's not going to get what it wants or it's going to lose what it thinks it has. Yeah. That's its dilemma because it has no power really. Yeah. It can't make those people think the way they you want them to think. It can't make your boss give you a fucking raise. Yeah. You may you may want to be with that woman so much. If she doesn't want to be with you, it ain't going to happen. So you're frustrated constantly, constantly, constantly because it doesn't deliver the goods. It's a failed system. It's shown it to us over and over again. We're past the point of having to do any more research, I hope. There should be a conclusion. We should have all been established in being convinced by now. (laughs) Any life run on self-will is hardly going to be a success. (laughs) I mean, come on. I thought this idea of self was an ego that I had. And so if the ego could be worked on and get to be more subdued and not be so dominant, the self of Paul would do great. I was sorely mistaken. The sense of being Paul is the sense of ownership of shit you have nothing to do with. The sense of being the thinker, the feeler, the taster, the toucher, the smeller, the doer, the haver, the loser, the end-all, the source, the alpha, the omega, all of that, that's the sense of selfing. People, in the sense of selfing thinks it has an ego and thinks it can lose an ego. What is that feeling of the one who has an ego and believes it can lose an ego? That's the selfing. Yeah. There's, the idea of ego is like a piñata it makes up. Yeah, so you can try to bang away at it. Yeah, always disguising itself. Don't be fooled. Yeah, it's a feeling, it's a sense that's being generated by the mental claiming of life. Yeah, and making you the dominant noun in a world of verbing. Yeah. That's what the, that's it. And, amplifi- and alcoholism is an amplification of that original condition. Yeah? You become excessively obsessed with self. But the, the original condition is the addiction to self. That's the original condition. Alcoholism or no alcoholism, people are fucked in a lot of cases. Yeah, they're not, we're not special, we're just extremely fucked. Which makes us actually an incredible 
a lesson for people if they if they have the eyes to see and the ears to hear because they may be dying a thousand a death of a thousand dyings you know muted and under the surface when we're more flamboyant in a way but it's the basically the same kish condition which is the underlying condition and the underlying condition is not going to nor can it change the underlying condition it can change a lot of other shit, and it will. Yeah, it'll try to fool you by moving to another country, but you'll be there. Or by getting a new girlfriend, but you'll be there. Yeah, or getting a new job, but you'll be there. Yeah, until you run out and you see the fallacy of changing the outside and keeping the inside in place. No, no, no. You can't use an excuse. You never heard it. You've heard it now over the months. Investigate it yourself. See if it holds any water for you. If it does, I'll tell you, grace will motivate that and be a momentum for more of that. Yeah? And then when you look at your role in thing, you'll see its role in things. Yeah? And you'll render unto the self what is self's, and you'll render unto God what is God's. You won't be taking all this guilt and shame and blame for the behavior that happened when you were under the influence. Yeah? I'm not a believer that we manufacture our own misery. I'm not. I, that's not my experience. My experience is we're the facility that a lot of shit can get manufactured, but it's based on who's running the factory. So when self's running the factory, it produces its products. And one of them is misery, yeah? One of them is self-entitlement. One of them is everything pertains to me. One of them is whatever, yeah? So if you're having trouble recognizing the tree, you recognize it through the fruit. Or if you're having trouble who's running the factory, you recognize the product that's being distributed from the factory, yeah? Selfing is either or, extreme, it's either this or that, there's nothing in between, it's definitely not inclusive, it's never a win-win, it has, it has its basic limited traits and characteristics, you can recognize them, do an inventory, and stop calling them your resentments, your anxieties and fears, and your harms on the sea, other, uh, your harms of other people and recognize self's role in it. Will you, please? You seem to easily recognize God's role in your recovery. Why not recognize self's role in your fucking addiction? You can see the other of God doing for you. Can you see the other that was doing a lot of shit through you in the past? No, we're not seeing that. We're giving all credit to God. Let's give some of the blame to self at least. Yeah, all right. So that's. All right. That's a lot. Good See, stuff. this is how I avoid retaliation and, and argument. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's speaking yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I for one am really great I hate arguing an invitation I hate it I hate when someone wants to argue about an invitation I don't care if you see it or not but you have the right to hear about it so there you go yep. yeah 
There you go. I like that. Yeah. I like that. All right. We got a couple of questions. The first one is from Facebook, Paul. Um, and Ralph is, is uh, he, this is his first experience with, with you and, and your reflections. And he's, he'd like to know, um, let me find it exactly here. Where is, um, any, do you have any words for a newbie? Uh, yes, I do. Take the suggestions, let them turn into habits because habits are actions without thoughts and the problem resides in the thoughts. So let's cut out the thoughts. So I don't think about going to an AA meeting. I think about which one. So I'm in the habit of going to meetings. Yeah, I'm in the habit of being sober now. I am. More than I was ever in the habit of, of using. I've been sober longer than I used. I'm in the habit of being sober. It would take a whole lot to break that habit. It would. Yeah, just like it took a whole lot to break the habit of using, it would take a whole lot to break the habit of non-using. Yeah, and so far so good, 32 years, 33 almost, yeah. So yeah, and not only that, to have the problem not exist for you is a fucking platinum solution. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't live under the fear that I'm going to drink at 12 o'clock today. I don't. I never think about it or f have feelings around it, ever. You know what I mean? <laughs> the problem does not exist for me. Hallelujah. I really see it as the problem doesn't exist as me. Yeah. Because I really believe the act of being identified as self is the problem. And it's going to continue, but it's, but you don't have to co-sign the act of being identified as self. The system, you're not going to train the system not to be in the act of being identified as self. You just see you're not that. Yeah, it's not like, oh, I got the whole mental system to re rehabilitate. No, you just don't co-sign that act. Yeah, you've been placed in a position of neutrality. You're not fucking in that, you're not on the committee that wants to co-sign that act. Yeah? You may be at the same office, but you have a new boss. Yeah? If you think the act of being identified as self, it's not you doing it, it's the mental process. You don't have any, you're not the cause of it. Yeah? You're the audience of it really and in ignorance we have believed what has been been told to us forever and ever in our head what it implied reinforced completely had complete faith in it that's what it talks about it's not just having faith in the infinite it's, it's losing faith in the finite self because we've had a huge amount of faith in it yeah to the point that so much false evidence has appeared real to us. That's not going to change. What's going to change is you. You're not going to pay fucking abject attention to it as much. 
You're going to be listening to something that doesn't yap all day. Maybe your fucking heart, if you want to call it that. Or maybe a, a sense of silence or where intuitive thoughts come from and shit like that. Yeah, you're going to have a new basis yeah, in life. Trusting something infinite. And that the infinite is not displaying itself through incessant thinking. It isn't. It speaks to us in a different way. And you have the ears to hear it. You do. I would say every one of us have heard it. Many, many, many times. Yeah? It's just an addiction to this idea of self. The mental state is unbelievably insane around it. And the thing is... It doesn't have any way out because it can't imagine, it cannot admit, the system can, cannot admit that self can't get out of self. It just keeps trying. Yeah? For me, it did it with drugs, it did it with science fiction, did it with Edgar Allan Poe reading that, it did, did it with thriller movies, horror movies, it did it with spirituality, it did it with all, everything that I got in contact with, it was trying to use to get out of self, as self, yeah? I don't think you can teach that old dog a new trick. It's just going to keep on trying to get out of self, yeah? I've went along with it, and I ended up in the gutter. I ended up in incomprehensible, pitiful demoralization. I ended up in hospitals after overdoses and getting run over by cars. I went for self's plan to get out of self. Many, I lived it. I lived it. I thought they were my suggestions. I thought they were my observations. I pinned my whole life on it being right. Yeah. And I was willing to die on, in that process. I overdosed willingly with the hopes I'd have a minute where I would be free from self just before the body collapsed. I thought the spirit would linger and I'd wake up and I was willing to fucking die to get out of that fucking thing. What are you willing to do now? Are you, re are you willing to recognize it's not you? Why does it say self-knowledge avails us nothing? Because if self isn't seen, all the knowledge about every fucking thing else is claimed by self. And it will neuter the effect of knowledge that the effect of knowledge could have, it will neuter it because it will claim to be the one who has the knowledge. It's done it to you and me hundreds of thousands of times. I'm not bringing up a novel idea that maybe you can avoid. You're in it. You've been in it tons of times. Every one of us. You're just not noticing it. You've met self many times in your head and you call it me. You acquiesce when it says, can I enter? You bring, let it in. And it knows, it knows seemingly all your secrets. And you know, when push comes to shoves, it brings out the big guns. You're never going to be loved. You're whatever. You know, it's so, it's unbelievable. It's like you're living in a, in a, in a like we have a design for living. It has a design for extortion. It's extorting us all fucking day. Yeah. It's taking attention and interest all day. Yes, yes. Let's fucking mind fuck about next week. 
What do I have to do today? Oh, I'd rather think of next week than today. Give me a break. It's like a slavery. Well, all we're trying to do is rattle the chains so you can hear them hitting each other so you can recognize, yeah, I'm fucking seemingly enslaved to this idea of being self. How else are you going to come to? I don't know. All right, I'm finito. Okay, and by the way, that, that question was from Shay. I misspoke myself. Coming in now with a question is Raph. Raph, go ahead and unmute yourself. The wrath of God. Yes. Or whatever else. <laughs> I don't know. I just have a question on fear. What the hell is fear? Is it a friend? Is it a... I, had a, I attended your meeting last night uh, yes. for, for years, man, months. I haven't had a drink with alcohol. Last night I had that. And it, pro, it gave me fear. I woke up today saying, holy shit, I did it again. So fear in that situation was a friend. Because he said, you know, don't be stupid. Yes. And that was a good thing. So, but I read the big book and a fear uh, appears when uh, my uh, self-reliance failed. And then a fear came up and said, you know, hey man, you cannot solve it yourself. You have to look somewhere else. You cannot make it. You are not it. <laughs> Which well, see, what, are those fears? what the hell is what? fear? What do we do with fear when it pops up? Because it's not that I control it. Sometimes it pops up like out of the blue. And I think fear is good. If I see a car coming ahead in front of me, he said, you know, jump, man. They're going to kill you. Yes. So I, I can see that there is a good in fear. But I can see also that there might be manipulation. How do you know where that fear is coming from? When to listen to it and when to say, get yes. out of here. Yes. Well, this is, a, you know, a trial and error situation. You go by, first of all, most of what we call fear is mental anxiety. Yes? You are awake. Yes. No, most of the fear really is mental anxiety it's being manufactured isn't it you don't in other words you're not facing an apparent threat true yet you're very anxious yes yeah true when it happens that way yeah true so yeah. most of the mental anxiety see sometimes the men mental anxiety is used by the in a sense the higher power to allow you to see what could happen to you if you drink, yes? But most of the time, the mental state is using the anxiety to fucking get you to drink in a way, yeah? In other words, there's an intention behind some these things. And after a while, you'll feel the intention and you'll know of what it's from, yes? Okay. You'll be able to tell the higher power we're using what's available, let's say it's fear, or the other, the lower power using it. You'll start being able to tell the difference, yes? Okay. But I would think it'd be rather important to be sober, make that the basis. If you're a real addict or a real alcoholic, 
it's not like a choice. Uh, that elephant in the room has to be dealt with. Yeah, <laughs> you can't just uh, you can't try to use a philosophy or something. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. So yeah, you need to uh, you need a way of life that allows you not to stop drinking, but not to start drinking. Yeah, and so that's recovery. And then when there's no starting drinking, then you start recovering from the underlying causes and conditions. And one of them is the mental state is constantly producing mental anxiety out of what's not happening, really. Yeah. So out of next week or memories of something happened three years ago. And so it's manufacturing a lot of shit in the moment that's not a product of the moment in a way. It's a product of yesterday and tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. You live on the yeah. past. The yes. past is going to you you have the eyes to see that. And uh, like they say in a uh, native Indian thing, you have two wolves inside of you. The one that's going to grow is what you feed it. Well, what are you feeding it? It's interest and attention. Yes. So when you start losing interest and attention in the mental state or in self, you'll gain interest in a lot of other things, yeah? Which will be a lot more beneficial and rewarding than the, uh, the end all of <laughs> the shit in what's not happening, which, with his, which is you being right and alone. <laughs> so... It's part of the perhaps there's a better way part of the program, yeah. I understand. Yeah, so the fear right now, the fear when something inside of you, the fear can be useful. It may keep you from the first drink, yeah. That same fear, if claimed by the mental state, may provoke a lot of mental anxiety that will lead you to the first drink, yeah. You've got to just do what we do to allow the one influence to become the dominant one let's call it the higher power and weaken the influence of the lower power yeah the uh what you were saying about the native american you have these two beings uh, alive and uh, you have to feed one but you cannot kill neither of the two no, but you, what you feed is going to be the dominant voice. Yeah. Right. So don't kill them, but uh, keep them alive. But don't kill them. Just well, you can't kill them. You can't kill them. They are of you, so to speak. So they yeah. are you. They are me. Yeah. In a way, yeah. In a way, they are. But so yeah. So basically, what the program is doing, the problem resides in the mind or the mental state. Yes. What is the problem? We're excessively obsessed over a mental idea, being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the haver, and it's pictured as Paul, a body. Yeah, the body called Paul. So then there's an exception, there's an excessive exaggeration of interest and attention on this mental idea called self. Yeah. Self can't get out of self. There's no mental defense against the first drink. So we need to find a solution that is not of the problem. We do that through the, the, the program of recovery. Yes? Yeah. So, all right? Thank you.
Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, bro. Yes, thank you. And let's uh, let's stay sober today. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Stay sober. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Um, let's see. Do I have any more hands? I have a question left over since we don't have any more hands and we got a little time. Uh, someone was asking about stopping selfing before it occurs. And they'd no. like to know how. Who's going to stop the selfie? Mm. Is self? <laughs> there's, there's a losing of interest in it there's not a stopping of it it will stop on its own when it doesn't have as much interest as it has now yeah you'll have many we have many moments all of us when it stops sometimes it coincides with doing something you love let's say surfing or something like that or you're walking out in nature you're pretty much freed from the bondage of self at that moment. The dilemma is there's other moments come that disqualify you from that, seemingly, yeah? But the selfing is just a mechanical activity. It's of the brain and it's doing it. So the point is, in my view, isn't stopping it, it's losing interest in it, yeah? And how do you lose interest in it? simply by starting to see it's not you because I lose in I lose interest in conversations when I realize it's not about me I lose interest in a lot of fucking things when I finally realize it's not about me well just apply that same principle into shit going on in the head some people like it I use an example of Stanley some people call it Stanley now they say, oh, there's Stanley's yapping Stanley. And because they're clear that they're not Stanley, Stanley doesn't have the influence it, it would have on Stanley. <laughs> Stanley's influence on Stanley can be great. Stanley's influence on Paul is minimal. Why? Because I'm not Stanley. <laughs> I can't make it simpler than that. <laughs> So, yeah, I wouldn't, uh, you know, it's selfing that's saying you can stop selfing. <laughs> it just furthers its activity by saying it's going to stop its activity. See, it's a weird thing. So, because uh, March 21st, 1988, I got struck sober. I did, literally. And I've had an effect that is such a primo effect, which I lost interest. I haven't had a strong thought or a strong feeling about getting loaded in 32 years. It's mind boggling. I wish we could do that with the selfing. But in fact, the selfing is, is a different beast altogether. It's underneath, yeah? It's underneath the alcoholism. It's actually the original, I feel, addiction. And I haven't been fortunate enough to be totally free of any interest in all the thoughts uh, and the feelings that are used to reinforce self, yeah? Because alcoholism has a drive. It's trying to get you to drink or something, yeah? Selfing has got a different 
drive. It already has you believing it's it's you. It's just piling on now. <laughs> Could you imagine, literally, take the example of a drug. I would tell you the most devoted, the most intoxicating thing I ever had in this life was cocaine. I loved cocaine, even though it treated me terribly, really. I mean, if you looked at it, it was about 80% fucking shit and about 10% rush. But it still made sense to go for it. So that's pretty insane. And I, I did a lot of cocaine in all the facets of how to do it. Yeah. And, but I never, ever, ever thought I was cocaine. Never got close to that, it didn't seem like. I'd be on a 10-day run, hadn't slept, but I didn't, I didn't start thinking I was coke and try to you know, lay down in a bindle or something. <laughs> but in this case, we're identified with the drug. I think I'm the drug already. All I'm trying to do is get out of the drug. See? I'm, I'm, I've taken myself to be the drug, Paul, and part of its addiction is you trying to get out of it as Paul. Yeah? You don't see it? When they say self can't get out of self, they're really saying Jacob can't get out of self, Paul can't get out of self, Mickey can't get out of self. Yeah? See, some people don't get the statement self can't get out of self. Switch one of them with Mickey, Paul, James, Michael, then you'll see, it'll, 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 it could reveal the theme of your life since you've been about six years old. Paul has been trying to get out of self for a long, long fucking time. It's tried a lot of different vehicles and they all failed based on the statement self can't get out of self. But I beg to differ. It wasn't self trying to get out of self. It was Paul trying to get out of self. See, that's why it keeps it going. But it wasn't, nor will it ever be Paul trying to get out of self. It has always been self trying to get out of self. As Paul. Yes? If I can get anything through, I hope I can get that through. Yes? You're not in an option. There is the act of being identified as self. It's not something that you're doing. It's something the mental state is doing that you're in a belief of, you're in a habit of. It's, it's the, there's so much invested in it <laughs> that many of us don't want a solution. If the solution includes self, we're maybe begrudgingly go for it. But if the, if the solution leads us away from self, it's not a big winner. Yeah. <laughs> if you say you can improve it, I'll go for it. If you can, a better version, yes. The transcendent self, okay. The authentic self, sure. But no self, what? <laughs> what am I going to get out of that? What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> it's... <laughs> The advertising of self is going to self. We're sitting on the sideline believing all this shit. <laughs> self is talking to self all day. 
and we're sitting there thinking the conversation is us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. All right. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Does anybody else have anything today? All right, Paul, you can say your goodbyes. I can, eh? Uh, yes. Is this the last one of 2020? That's right. Uh, but it's going to be the same message, 2021. Ha-ha! <laughs> I'm so grateful I was here in 20 to catch this. I'm telling Nothing you. changes. That's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Everything changes, but the message doesn't. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. All right, thanks. Hey, thanks, Anne, for everything. I've grown to know you in this little square. Thank you for all the service and stuff. And there's it. Mike. Mike Z is the main platform setter. And uh, we're going to do something, Mike, also. We want to put the... Uh, to sign up for the mailing list on zenbitchslap.com. Cause I'm gonna be doing another. I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing a thing I swore I would never do, <laughs> but we I can sort of technically get away with it by saying virtual uh, retreat. We're gonna be doing a, a thing uh, of three talks and a lot of question and answer for two days. Three talks each day, and that's coming up in February. And then other things will come up and we want to have a mailing list. It's on the website. So if anyone wants to go there and if you want to get any messages, which won't be many, obviously, if you know me, you know, maybe <laughs> one a year or something. <laughs> you know, we'll, have you on, uh, we'll have you on our mailing list, which is the first time we've ever had a mailing list after uh, 14 years or 15 years, whatever. So... Huge progress um, happening in zenbitchslap.com as we speak. Yeah. So, yeah. And let's con let's confirm about uh, using the same Zoom link on zenbitchslap.com. David's not here today, so. I, I can. Right, I, we're going to bring it up because and earlier thought it was a good idea. I can watch. All right. Out. Let's just do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Mike, you'll just send me any information that we need, and everybody can expect. Uh, to have uh, Mike, maybe you can post that Zoom information in the chat today, so everyone knows where to come on Tuesday. Yeah, and com for events, and I'm going to change it one way or the other, so nobody even needs to know this because it'll just be the accurate. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Just go in. We had a little bit of a, a shift last week and this week, so it'll be all put in on the website. So if you're interested, come and check it out. What's yeah. up, David, right now? All right, so we got Kerry. We nice to see you, Kerry. Drew from Wisconsin, one of my main men there. We got Rob Farr in the UK, Kaiser in Minnesota. Paul is in the UK, yes, somewhere. Yeah, Mike is so he's in his own private Idaho, I think. Mike, so we got Rebecca. Rebecca, I think you're a new, eh? Nice to meet you, yeah. Uh, we got Carl. Nice to see you, Carl. Mickey, as always. Jacob and his friend. Nice to see you guys. We got Gail. Gail H. Nice to see you, Gail. Kristen, as always. 
Raven, and uh, she's in uh, Eastern British Columbia. We got Nina there. Nice to see you, Nina. Yeah, let's not take ourselves too seriously. That's good. We got Phoenix now in Hawaii. Wow, that's awesome. There's Malkin in his car. Nice to see you, Malkin. Yes. We got uh, Roy. Roy, are you, this is your first time, Roy? No? Uh, no. Oh, all right. Well, I, I still like to see you. That's nice. Thank you. <laughs> see you, Roy. There's Stephen from Glasgow. Yes? Yes. We have Rafe, R-A-F. Nice to meet you, Rafe. Yes. We got uh, Alan, Alan T. As I've known Alan for a while. Amy in Seattle with the lovely Raven in the back. Fantastic background. We got Mario in from Mexico. Sharon P. Izzy. Izzy, my deep, my deep friend from uh, Beverly Hills. Laurie. Let's see else. Who else is here? And there's just some anonymous people. And so let's keep them anonymous. Hey, thank you so much. Hey, thank you, Ann and Kerry and everyone, Kaiser and Rob, Drew. Thanks for uh, sticking with Zen Bitch Slap. Yes. Yeah. Happy New Year, Paul. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy oh, yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. All right. I'll see you. I'll see you uh, Saturday for the non-duality and Tuesdays, Thursdays for the recovery and Wednesday, Saturday for non-duality. All's, all's on Zen Bitch Slap under events. Okay, thanks. And we'll put up that retreat thing for February. Yep. So it's we'll going to cost a little money. Most of the money goes to me to support my lavish lifestyle. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Paul. Stop yeah. recording, Mike. Oh.